Hey guys, we're back on air for the Barbershop Group Podcast, and we are talking about loner dads. You have had the opportunity to hear from a lot of dads uh, about their personal experience being alone as they became fathers. Not only have you had the opportunity to hear them uh, talk about lonely feelings, but you've also had the opportunity to hear one particular uh, dad who is also a licensed clinical social worker uh, talk a little bit about uh, just maybe using some of his own professional uh, perspective as he became a father and maybe how to relate to some of the other guys that you know were in his his personal circle uh, but you know wrapping up things guys we wanted to bring uh, onto the show um, Dr. Allison Mark, who is uh, a great, like, like I, I don't even know where to begin and end, but I, I just got to tell you guys this. Look, you, if you have children and you struggle to connect with your children, or if you have children who struggle in school, or if you want to know maybe how to have a conversation with a teacher about some testing, or maybe one of your children has, uh, you know, anxiety about testing, like one of my daughters does, right? I'm going to tell you, that Dr. Mark is the person to see, okay? Uh, she is out of, based out of Miami, Florida, and is doing great work with school systems down there and uh, with the parents and children. Uh, and she's also doing a little bit of online uh, therapy and parental coaching for people who are in New York State, okay? So, uh, Dr. Mark, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you for coming on the show today. It's great to have you. Uh, we really appreciate the work that you're doing and taking some time out to uh, to talk to us today. Thank you for having me. And what a wonderful introduction you just gave to me. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, we, we try to expose a lot of guys uh, to the help that's out there, to the resources. And not only uh, do we speak in terms of resources being books and literature and things like that, but some the real resources are the people, the people who are doing the work. Sure. Uh, and so that's one of the things that we pride ourselves about is giving guys access to all of you all, right? Um, so, you know, Dr. Mark, you, we, we've been talking to men about the loner dad syndrome, and it's not really a thing. I've just been calling it that. But, you know, we, we had that study out there that says that a lot of guys, uh, one in five, are losing their friends as they become fathers. And it's actually having a very detrimental impact on early parenting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what are your thoughts on just those numbers and, and why is it having such an impact on early parenting for fathers? Um, so I'm not actually surprised by the numbers. I'm thrilled that they're starting to come out. And this is the topic that's being um, addressed because in all likelihood, dads were experiencing this for a while, but there's sort of that stigma around admitting to it. Um, so men who have children earlier than their group of friends or much later than their group of friends can feel pretty isolated, right? Like, you know, you're going through this big transition in your life, your friends are out doing their thing, or they have older kids that don't require overnight feeds. And that can feel really isolating and lonely. Mm. Um, and if you have a partner, a girlfriend or a wife who's doing everything where the baby is the center of attention that can also impact the relationship with the partner, which also in turn 
can cause some symptoms of anxiety or depression. And that's where that loneliness comes in. Um, Got it. So yeah, I, I would imagine that these numbers could be, you know, with further research could be even more. Um, but I, I, uh, I think that it's a really great topic to be discussing and researching because there's so much on postpartum depression in women, mm-hmm. but there's less of a focus on the men and there should be more of a focus because it can happen to men as well. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, I don't think I mentioned uh, yet so far in the podcast at all, just how this study came about. Um, the, the individual that spearheaded this study um, she did one like it for women a long time ago and mm-hmm. years had passed. And then she kind of had an epiphany like, Hey, wait a minute, maybe I should do the same thing for men. And so I found it kind of, you know, funny, strangely, oddly funny that it took her a while to figure out, Oh yeah, I should do this study with men as well. Like we were an afterthought. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah there is this, this strict focus. It's sort of like tunnel vision on the women. When women get screened at a certain point in uh, post uh, delivery at the child's checkup, women get screened for potential baby blues or um, postpartum depression, but the fathers don't, they don't get that screen. And that's something that I think they talk about is how important that might be as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I wanted to ask you about when you were talking about, uh, or it came to mind as I listened to you saying, well, the, the mom and the baby is the focus of the attention. Uh, Mm -hmm. mom is paying attention to the child. Um, there are a lot of people who really used to make fun of, or dare I use the word shame men who felt like they were experiencing some baby envy. Right. Mm -hmm. But but let's yeah. look at it for a for a minute, uh, Doctor Mark. You know, it, it could be very real when you consider that you're a new dad. Your social circle has decreased. Mom is focused on on infant. Where are you supposed to go for your connectivity now? Absolutely, I think that is totally a real thing. Um, even father that that even could impact the relationship between father and baby if it's not addressed. Like we need to recognize, you know, mom's with the baby, focus on the baby. And by the time she gets in bed at night, she wants, she's exhausted, let's say, maybe yeah. doesn't want to have that intimate relationship anymore with dad at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that can lead to resentment towards the baby. It's not anything to be ashamed of. It's completely natural. And if we label that and get where that's coming from, it can be further explored. Mm. Um, it's, it, okay. these are all normal things that can come up, um, and that, you know, should be addressed and can be addressed. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, cause I got to tell you just to be honest, you know, cause sometimes yeah. we don't, sometimes on our show, we don't talk politically correct. Just, just, you know, I want to preface yeah. that, but <laughs> I, I mean, cause there are a lot of guys out there who would make fun of a guy who was experiencing envy over the connection between his, his, you know, his partner and his child. And, you know, I've, right. heard, I've heard men say, oh, he just needs to get over it and whatever, or he needs to get off that person's breast or, you know, he's not a child anymore. They, they kind of start to ridicule him without understanding some of the old other pieces that are, are, are kind of moving around. And so yeah. what I hear you saying is that it's really a valid emotion 
uh, that guy's yes. experience. It's just that there's no room for real discussion. So nothing ever comes to light. It doesn't get solved. Exactly. There's, I like that you said there's no room for it because there should be, right? Like, so think about it. It's so realistic that that kind of feeling would come up. So let's say we have a mom who's breastfeeding, mm-hmm. is not sleeping, um, and has an extreme amount of hormones going on in her body still. Yes. In, I don't know the exact statistics, but sex drive goes down a lot. Right. So let's think about this man whose wife no longer wants or girlfriend doesn't want to have sex with him anymore. His kid gets her boobs, but he doesn't. <laughs> right, right. There's, so you said the thing about not being politically correct, so I went with it. Hey, um, <laughs> that's it. That's true. The breast is for the baby now instead right. of the partner. Right. Um, and there's this, m- moms get a feeling that their bodies are no longer attractive and they don't feel as sexy anymore. And there's, there's that lack of desire and attention. So it happens for sure. It just, there's no room to talk about it. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that's something else. And it, it is, it's a really, it's a really kind of like sensitive thing because, you know, you said, okay, mom's body isn't really her body anymore. And we need guys to right. understand that. Like she's been carrying around this little alien for nine months, you know, and like her body still isn't her body. Um, right. <laughs> you know, uh, and at the same time, at the same time, I, I think that there are some, some, some things that, maybe women don't realize or maybe some men don't realize it's that like hey well i want to connect to this child you know i want to right. feel this child but but you're nursing and you know the child that loves your smell and your warmth and everything and here i am this like rough bearded burly guy what am i gonna do you know right um so so yeah there, there's definitely a lot to to talk about regarding it and there are some parenting classes out there for new fathers that are kind of like you know wanting to address some of those things but i think there's still right. so much stigma and embarrassment connected right. to being involved in classes like that like nobody hey i'm not doing that i'm, I'm not right i'm not swallowing my infant child <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the ones that involve both parents could could ease that tension a little bit and maybe yeah. get fathers to go yeah. at, because they can all like commiserate, oh, my wife or girlfriend dragged me here. But then they can meet each other and see that, oh, maybe this is beneficial. Right. Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention, and I could talk all day, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, dads, you know, when they feel lonely like this, they might need to focus on their role a little bit. like how can I feel more important in this scenario at home while mm-hmm. also expanding their social network and getting, you know, supports elsewhere. But yeah. if there is a breastfeeding mom or even a bottle feeding, like even formula fed, if dad says, you know, I want to take on a feed um, and has that alone time, he may feel more important um, yeah. and more involved in that right. way and maybe a little less lonely. Yeah. Yeah, guys, so you all are listening to Dr. Allison Mark, who uh, is a great therapist out of Miami, Florida. She works a lot with uh, children uh, who are dealing with ADHD, you know, uh, test anxiety, which is just the bane of my existence. Testing anxiety (laughs) drives me nuts. Testing, I don't know why we're still doing it like that. Anyway, I'll leave that (laughs) for another show. 
Uh, but, you know, I, I don't talk about it often, guys, but I do have a daughter who um, who battles a lot of uh, social anxiety, testing anxiety. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I see her go through this and uh, it just it's it, it's really, you know, like gut wrenching for me to see her experience this. A lot of people think it's just, you know, made up stuff and it really is. And so, you know, Dr. Dr. Mark does a lot with, uh, with girls and, and boys, just like my daughter. And I appreciate that. Uh, but you know, today we're talking about, uh, the loner dad syndrome. And we, we know that guys, uh, we need to work on connecting to, newborn children a little more and there are some classes and things that maybe we can get involved in and maybe we may meet some men there but dr mark let's talk about when we don't meet men at these classes and you know Mm -hmm. baby's home and all of a sudden the guys who used to text me and the people i used to hang out with they start falling off the way that you know all the other guys have have mentioned every all of their friends left and even the the uh, the statistics that we have based on the the studies say that a one in five guys reports that you know the, the vast majority of their their friends leave within the first year of them having a child. So, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that guys can do on the outside of the home to right. maintain a social circle or develop a new one? How do we address that? So, a few things. I would wonder where what the guy's role is in those statistics. Like, do you perceive that your friends no longer want to be around you? And if that's so, reach out to them. If you yeah. haven't spoken to them in a while, um, there was a reason why you were friends to begin with. Having a baby doesn't, you know, make a relationship fall out. So I would recommend reaching out. I would recommend talking to your partner and arranging a night, a week, or every few weeks where you can go and do something. So yeah. Um, go to the gym or join like an intramural basketball team that, you know, shoots around at a gym nearby or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, to try to like, just put yourself out there without feeling, um, like stigmatized in the process. Right. I would. So yeah, there's, I think there's like a variety of things or my husband actually, when we first had our first child started guitar lessons. Don't ask me why, but, <laughs> but he did that and okay. he went one night a week and he really enjoyed it. So there yeah. could be things that you could do, um, to feel less lonely. It just, mm-hmm. you have, I think the important part is that you take an internal locus of control, meaning you take control over it. You don't think like, Oh, the world is against me or wants to drop me because I had a baby. Right. It has to be on the flip side. Like, okay, I've been sort of out of commission because I had a baby. Let me get back into it and see who's out there to hang. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's a tendency for, for some guys, maybe not everybody, right? But for some guys to take on that victim role, yeah. everybody abandoned me. Or, or yeah. there's even this, the opposite of, of, of that, but I still consider it kind of like victimology or victimhood mindset is that, you know, I just had a child and my morals and values, because even I've been guilty of this, my morals and values are different than that guy. So I don't really mess with him anymore. When the truth is, you know, if his morals and values were so different before I had a kid, then why did I have a kid? If I would, you, you know, like, right. <laughs> like yeah. what, what does that say about my own character that I was willing to hang out with a guy who was suspect before, but now <laughs> yeah. I've had a child. So somehow 
I'm different. I don't know about that. Right. And you might not <laughs> want to be associated with the same person or you might, you know, there are plenty of guys who are partnered with children who have single guy friends that don't want anything of the sort, but you could still meet up at a bar. You don't have to right. drink, but yeah. that's part of your prerogative and watch a game like, yeah. and don't talk about the kids. Talk about something else. Yeah. Right. And I, and I think that's right. That's, yeah, I think a lot of dads, especially new dads, and I felt this too, uh, Dr. Mark, I really did. Yeah. At a certain point in my life, I felt like, oh, if you're not talking to, about the kids, man, like what's, why am I dealing with you? You, you know, mm -hmm. now that was years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not today. Um, but, but I think that some men actually experience that where they're kind of looking at these other guys going, well, wait, I, you aren't talking about your kid. You're not, you're not talking about Paul right, Patrol right now. Like, and, <laughs> you know, I guess what you're saying is all of life doesn't actually have to include Paul Patrol. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you were, you were an, an independent person before having your child. So if you don't have that person within yourself still, that can feel really lonely also because you're just consumed by the child. You need to, you need to also be able to do things that tap into who you are yeah. as an individual separate from everybody else. Right. Definitely. Um, yeah. And it, you know, one yeah. of the other things as we wrap up that I wanted to mention to you, you heard me uh, speak a little bit about uh, some of the, some about 33% of the men who were interviewed uh, reported feeling symptoms of depression, some type of right. depression, you know, um, and I, I think that even in my kind of like standing outside looking in, uh, you talked about being, being active as a dad, not, not just sitting around kind of sitting on a stoop, you know, watching baby and mom over there and not getting involved with them, but you aren't having a social life. It seems to me to be that some of these depressive symptoms may actually have a little bit to do with just inactivity, not inactivity alone, but you know, if a guy's not like your husband went out and he tried something new, he checked into his artistic right. ability, uh, guys aren't going to the gym, they aren't doing some of the things that they used to do, uh, mm -hmm. it's kind of par for the course that you're gonna start to feel really blue. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like you need to go tap back into or hold on to something that was pre-baby in order to, for you to feel a little bit better. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, well, guys, you know, we have been listening to Dr. Allison Mark, who's a uh, licensed therapist out of Florida. And uh, she also um, is a licensed therapist, excuse me, in the state of New York. So she's able to do some online uh, therapy with uh, residents in the state of New York, which is great. Uh, beautiful Miami. We love to get down to Miami and, and check things out. You know, you guys um, know that men, we don't talk about a lot of things. And that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast is uh, we make it a little easier for you to kind of sit back in your car or or be at the gym or, or somewhere else and just kind of let some of this stuff settle in. And, um, you know, having a child should be a really great experience for all of us. Um, it should be something that we, we, if we want children, it should be something that we're welcoming, um, that we should have a smile on our face, that we should be around supportive people and things like that. And if we are not around supportive people, then I would really, really suggest taking a step back um, and kind of assessing 
just if you need to go a different direction in life, right? Uh, I know that for me personally, um, I've had to make a lot of changes, social changes in life in order to be around some people who were supportive of uh, the way I lived and, and the way I was uh, interacting with my children. And, and sometimes you just have to do that. Um, but one of the things that I want to tell all of you all is, as you've listened to everybody is don't stick your head in the sand. Okay. Uh, this is a real issue. It's in, impacting a lot of men. Um, and I, I think that the survey that they did just scratched the surface. Um, I think that if we were honest, a lot of other people would admit that they also felt uh, the same way. So Dr. Mark, I really do uh, thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, a quick uh, question for our followers. So um, if someone wanted to reach out to you, um, how could they reach you? You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Allison Mark Miami, or you could check out my website at www.allisonmarkpsyd, that's P-S-Y-D.com. Okay, great, great. That will work. So guys, I definitely would recommend uh, following her on Instagram and, and checking out the website, especially if you are uh, in, the state of, uh, in the state of Florida. And if you've got children who are struggling in school, as I said, if you've got children who just, you know, maybe they, they may even be struggling with self-esteem um, and things like that. We want to give our kids a leg up, you know. So, uh, Dr. Mark, it was great to have you on. We appreciate your time. We appreciate the work that you were doing. Um, and we hope that We hope that uh, we can have you back on um, at a later date to talk about, you know, parent-child relationships and some of the things that we know guys probably need to discuss, but they're not going to do it on their own. So we'll have to talk about it first. Um, but uh, sure. we'll for another time. Okay, guys. Well, listen, um, we know that the weekend is coming up. Um, you know, try to take care of yourselves, spend some time with your families. Um, and as always, you, can, you, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can also follow our newsletter if you go to paper.ly backslash the barbershop group publishes every day at 12 p.m. And we've got a lot of news about mental health, uh, physical health, financial health, and some really cool videos out there too. So guys, with that, we hope that you all will be well and we'll talk to you soon.